Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. You should have been pulled in the front room. They have faith in you. You should have been pulled in the fifth, but they had faith in you. And you. You are now inside the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Nobody does it better. Nobody does it with more pizzazz entertainment. And nobody brings you doozies like Michael Govier and Christopher Deary on the Palazzo Podcast. Don't forget, FTN Network, FTN Fantasy, Govier's shilling for FTN, and he's doing it with good reason. There's a lot of great stuff brewing. FTN Fantasy, FTN Bets, FTN Daily. Use the promo code MJGovier, and you could save 20% and help a brother out in the meantime. No Christopher Deary today. We talk about the dog days of August. Cruising along here, specifically head to head. Are you prepared for your playoffs? Have you looked at your schedule? Are you ready to go? We'll dive into that. Plus, there's a whole side quest about Seether and some music Govier wasn't familiar with. All coming up next, right now on the Palazzo Podcast. Take it away, boy! here everybody i am michael govier and this is the palazzo podcast you've heard of it before i assume utah give me two two l's two z's that's right you know how the show works you've been here before welcome back good to see you if this is your first time hey welcome in (laughs) these are exciting times i'm excited to be alive I got to tell you, society's got some issues. I don't know if you've read the news or watched news. First off, mainstream news, terrible idea. Try to avoid it. But second off, we got good times to be had here. Baseball is still going strong. We're in the dog days. That's right. Today's episode's about the dog days of August. Players that are still rolling, who's struggling. What's going on out there? Let's cover the landscape and make sure that we're aware of what's happening as we go into this weekend. The weekend of August 20th, and as we go through the final six six weeks or so, you got some head-to-head playoffs coming up, right? You got to be excited about that. What's your positioning situation? We'll talk some head-to-head, and we'll strategize together to make sure that you are in the best position to win your head-to-head league. If you haven't looked at the schedule ahead of time, if you're going to make the playoffs and what seed you'll be in to know what that schedule says for your players that week, then you're in a bit of trouble. You always want to look at that way ahead of time, probably a month out at least, if not further, to make sure that your schedule, whichever your first week is, whether you get a bye or you end up playing in the quarterfinals of your head-to-head playoff league, it's so important. It really is. So just know that. That's all. All right? Hey, Jamie says, I killed it. Did I? Well, something happened. Mason's here. What's up, my main man? Shout out to you guys. Is this the shout button? Which one's which? I'm really not set up right here. I got the board over here. I'm looking this way. It should all be kind of lined up together. You know what? I think we got to make a slight adjustment here. 
Watch me turn. Watch me turn this way. Yep. Okay. There we go. Okay. Board's over here. Right? Come on, board. Come on over. Come on over, baby. And I got a massive glare on the board, so I can't see the can't see stuff. It's kind of annoying. Yep. Wow, dude. Wow, dude. Yeah. So anyways, uh, we're live here. No Deary again. Deary is just its a busy guy. He's got life happening. I can't seem to get on the same schedule lately. He was up north, then he took ill. and It's our birthday on Monday. Me and Deary have the same birthday on Monday, August 22nd. We're both born the same year, August 22nd, 1980. Missed you, Deary. Hope you're doing well. Jamie says, I don't watch the news, period. Hell yeah, Jamie. You're a smart man. Donovan says, sorry I've been so absent lately. Work has been crushing lately. I have a few minutes for you tonight. Much love. Donovan, it's great to have you here, my friend. I haven't seen you in a minute, but it doesn't matter how often you show up. It's just that you check in once in a while and you let us know that you're okay, all right? So shout out to all you guys in the live chat. If you have any questions about players, lineup decisions this weekend, drop them right here in real time, and I will do my very best to answer those questions. Let's roll into the business time part of the show here. dancing more on the show lately all right oh yeah it's after hours you live with the teeth thing the- oh yeah girl so uh in today's business time boy i feel like are you guys getting alienated do you feel like i'm doing too much shilling because now that i work at ftn fantasy which you guys should definitely be checking out and you can use the promo code MJGOVIA. G-O-V is in Victor, I-E-R. MJGOVIA saves you 20%, and it lets them know that you signed up because of me, which only helps improve my situation with FTN overall. So I got the FTN fantasy thing going on. We got Grooving with Govier on Mondays. You can read it for free. That's free the rest of the season. I also did a pick show today, MLB Picks and Props Show, which is on the FTN Network YouTube. Please subscribe to that as well because you can catch all of my picks. And I'll be doing a DFS show on Saturday. That's tomorrow from where this show was aired. So Saturday the 20th, I'll be doing an MLB DFS show for the late slate. And finally, got a live stream tonight, Fantasy Football. We did this in the Discord. It was a big decision, but we've decided to add some more football channels to the Palazzo Podcast Discord. Yes, I know. Shocking news here. And... You know what? I cover fantasy football. I play it. A lot of you guys do too. So Palazzo Podcast could be more than just a fantasy baseball show. It could just be a, a state of mind, you know? It's a it's a thing that you do. And you live. You live it, right? Well, all I know is that tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. I'll be on live on the FDN Network YouTube channel with Nelson Souza. We'll be doing live draft, 12-team online championship. $350 buy-in. Woo! But Nelson and myself will be covering his draft. I'll talk about it. He'll talk about his as he's drafting. And then next week, I'm going to be doing a draft. So, FTN bets, FTN Daily, FTN Fantasy, FTN Network, okay? I don't want to offer anything to you that's bullshit. And this stuff is not. The data they got there, the talent, both on camera, behind the scenes, marketing, all this stuff. 
Everybody who's been there has been really badass. Seriously. And you guys know I wouldn't bullshit you. If it wasn't ideal, I'd be like, you know what? I'd, maybe I made a mistake going there. But that is certainly not the case at all. Because, you know, when you connect with someone like Vlad Sadler and everybody else who works there, Chris Meany is a really great guy I've gotten to know recently. Check out the Mean Streets. Final thing I'll say about FTN Fantasy, FTN Bets, and FTN Daily. It's all good, and it's all usable. I strongly recommend it. So use the MJ Govier promo code if you sign up for any package. Right now, they're pushing, I think, a sale on their season-long NFL DFS package, which is outstanding. I know I'll be playing NFL DFS this year for sure. I got so into it last year, and I cannot wait for week one. I'm going to make that million dollars with the Millie Maker. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. Well, some people are shocked by that. Anyway, so that's the story there. Uh, Just Bob's here. Hey, what's up, buddy? There he is. Hi, Bob. Also, dude, I noticed uh, I have a few ticks. I've been working on the ticks I have. Even myself, you know, I do a pretty good job, but I got a couple ticks, like also and so. Those two words I use a lot. And I use them as transition points. And I need to make adjustments. That's what I am learning. Jamie says, the king of fantasy football. You best make a Palazzo Football League. Yeah, Jamie's really pushing for that. Donovan just said, just use them. They work great. I think you're talking about FTN. That's great news. But look, what we'll do here is share other people's work as well. Jamie has his own twin turbo discord. Go check that out. It's all about fantasy football. He's big into fantasy football. He's got his own show going on, the Twin Turbo Pod. Check all that out. Jamie's been a big supporter of our show, so I'd like to return the favor, the very least I can do. Uh, who else? Uh, who else deserves credit? Uh, who else should I share? Uh, Armchair Roto, Russell Withers, has always been a great friend of our show and one of our f- most reliable people. He's a really good player, too. So go to armchairroto.com or follow him on Twitter at Armchair Roto. And then Crosby Spencer is a guy. You don't know him. He's really, really, really above average when it comes to X stats. He does his own X stats, creates his own park factors, and he shares them for free on the Palazzo Discord. He's got his own channel. It says Crosby knows X stats. So you go in there and you can see his latest park factors and any other X stats that he has produced. Guy knows what he's doing, and I think it's such a free, free chance to improve your knowledge, maybe gain a couple points in your standings in your fantasy baseball leagues, because Crosby Spencer knows what he's doing. And then, of course, Benjamin Chase, who I do the Palazzo Podcast Prospects Power Half Hour with, along with Phil Goyette. Ben's in there talking prospects all day, all night. And if you have a question about your Dynasty League, a trade, is there a deadline coming up for you in the next couple of days? It's Friday. Is the deadline this weekend? Did it already pass? You're looking at first-year player draft situation in Dynasty Leagues? Ben is the guy to talk to. And so is Phil. Ben and Phil are incredible free resources, okay? And you can ask me stuff, too. I, I try to do what I can. That's all available if you go to the Palazzo Podcast Twitter handle. Utah. Give me two. Two L's, two Z's. Pinned to the top of the feed is the Discord link. It's free. Join now. If you like football, too, join now. And I want to take it up a notch. The Patreon, which is only focused on baseball right now. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to change that. And I really feel like Patreon starts for as little as three bucks, okay? And that's a good deal. 
I posted a great article the other day that I'm pretty proud of. It's called, Who, well, who will win the 2022 Aristides Aquino Tribute Award? That's right. Who's going to be the player with the highest WRC Plus from August 1st to the end of the season? So we're looking at the hitter that will win this award. So whichever hitter, when the season is over, has the highest weighted runs created plus from August 1st forward is going to win that coveted Aquino Award. It's a big one. And I list a bunch of candidates. So not only is it a list of hitters who could be on a roll here to close out the season, it's also players that you could add to your team. Who cares if they win the award or not? They're probably heating up and they're going to get on a roll. And they're players you want to try to add to your squad so you can win that Skrilla! Right? Skrilla. I love that. All right. Jamie says, thank you, Govier. Hats off to you. Oh, well, you're a sweet man. Truth Post. What's up, Truth Post? Drop Alec Thomas for Joey Allo. Head-to-head 12-team bench. Yes. Do it right now. No hesitation. Yep. That's it. That's it. Joey Gallo is not the guy he was. And I've never been a Joey Gallo guy. Never. Don't draft him. Not interested in him. But when a guy's on a tear and he's in a good lineup like he is in L.A. with the Dodgers, he's got a fresh start, a clean slate. Joey Gallo is a guy you would love to have on your team. 12-team leagues, 14, 16, bigger, all day long. Maybe 10-teamers. We'll see. I'm not going to say 10-teamers yet, but for this situation, truth post, head-to-head, I think you need to make that move right now. Yep. And Alec Thomas has been stinking it up a little bit. It's kind of kind of cooled off, hasn't offered much lately. Joey Gallo will offer you much more. So I think, to me, it's kind of a no-brainer. Pretty easy call. Then again, you didn't say if it was a keeper league or not. I don't know if it was dynasty or keeper. So if you want to make me aware of that situation too, does that change things? Probably, because Alec Thomas is a solid player who will only get better in Arizona. But at the same time, winning is winning. So... If you could have Alec Thomas on your bench and drop somebody else and add Gallo, if it's a keeper league, do so. But if it's redraft, drop Alec Thomas, add Joey Gallo. I'm locking that in. There you go. Last time. Wow, dude. Yeah, wow, dude. What can I tell you? It's the truth. All right, so Plaza Podcast. We're live here. Two L's, two Z's. Give me two. Follow me on Twitter at MJGovier. G-O-V is in Victor I-E-R on Twitter. Follow my partner who's not here today, Chris, who we remember today. Chris, we miss you. See Deary 1999 on Twitter. Deary as in dearly beloved. Truth says it is a keeper league. Ooh. Hmm. That shit. Is there someone else you could drop then? Not drop Alec Thomas? Because as a keeper league, again, how many keepers is it though, Truth Post? Because we need to know that information. That's why all, as much information as you can give me up front, the better. Because I don't want to give you a decision that I would stand by without knowing every detail possible. How many keepers will make a difference? If it's a 10-keeper league, Alec Thomas probably doesn't make the list of 10. So you could drop him if you don't plan to keep him. Right? Just think about that. Alrighty. Well, how about we get into the segment now that the business time section is over? Uh, oh, by the way, did I miss anything in business time? If I didn't shout anybody out or I missed sharing anyone's work, Please tell me what a douche I am. It's okay. I need to be called out because there's so many people doing so many wonderful things and I'm so busy every day now doing, you know, I didn't even mention the game day stuff I'm doing for the game day. 
Anybody seen those videos? I think they're kind of fun. I went out to the Lions-Falcons game last Friday, and uh, I did interviews, cold interviews. Leanne was my camerawoman. Shout out to Leanne. It's really amazing we can have a girlfriend who can help you out like that. So Leanne and I went over to Ford Field, outside of Ford Field, downtown Detroit. We kind of moseyed around. We looked at the people. We were like, hmm, is that a good one? You had to judge them by their looks first before you got a chance to engage with them. You're like, we would stare at someone and say, what do you think? You think that's the one right there? And then we would say, all right, let's go for it. So then we would just go up to them. And thank goodness for Leanne was there because she's so much better than I am at warming people up. She's so kind and generous and friendly. Not that I'm not friendly, but I admit, I'll tell you guys right now, always keep it real on the Palazzo Podcast. It's tougher sometimes when you walk up to somebody cold, doesn't know who you are. You don't have any signage that says we're from the game day. And we just have to tell them and they got to take it on face value. It does make it a little bit tougher, but it was a really rewarding experience. I had a great time doing it. So if you want to catch the shorts, there's a bunch of short videos on TikTok and Instagram and on Twitter that I've shared. That's the game day. The game day might be the game day NFL, but that's the only difference. So check those out. Follow them. Like and share my quick 20-second short videos. They're all 20 seconds or less. They're very, very quick. If you say you don't have time to do it, well, you're lying because they're only 20 seconds or less. And I think they're fun. And just because they're Lions fans doesn't mean you can't relate. Everybody has a certain excitement level, hopes, dreams for their team to do something in the 2022 NFL season. So check out the game day NFL. I'm pretty excited about it. We're going to be doing more. They liked what they saw, and they gave the go-ahead for more opportunities and possible, like, more legitimate opportunities. So it's pretty exciting, guys. And the fact that you've always been here with me at the Palazzo Podcast, this is where everything started. This is home base. And I'll never forget everybody here as I ascend away from you all. Bye! (laughs) No, I'm going to be the same guy I always was. I'll be right here. Where's Brian K. Rodgerman at? One of the originals. I miss him. Russell was here day one. Brian was here day one. Some of you came along, and ever since you've been here, you've made life better. So Mason and Donovan and Joe and Just Bob and Jamie and all you guys, you guys all make it worthwhile. I love our little crew, and we're growing, and I'm grateful for that. Okay, that's it. No more of that stuff. Truth Post says, my dream is for the Lions to move. (laughs) Wow, dude. I, You know, that, yeah. I'll tell you what, the Lions have done nothing but destroy lives. There's a trail of dead bodies in their wake for 60 years. And I'm the last guy to get, oh, I'm going to get sucked in. I'm the last guy to get sucked in, I swear. But, I'm, you know, Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, they seem to maybe have an inkling of what they are doing. And with Chris Spielman, a guy I've always respected, he was a part of some really good Lions teams back in the day. I'm sorry, this has not become Lions radio or Lions television, please forgive me. We'll move on from this. But I will tell you that I believe in these guys, believe it or not. And Chris Spielman, as a former linebacker, a great player for the Lions, the only team that won a playoff game in 1991, they smoked the Cowboys 38-6. to Utah, give me two. Wrong button. There you go. That's Damn, that's right. 38-6. to That was the Cowboys who in the following year won three out of the next four Super Bowls. 
So the lines have proved they can come close. It has happened. I witnessed it. I was 11 years old. I had no idea how unique it was. If I had known it was so rare, I would have cherished it even more as an 11-year-old. But Chris Spielman, I think he's seen it all. He's a very heady, level, even-keeled dude. And he's a part of the decision-making with this front office now, believe it or not. So why not? We'll see what happens. All right, no more Lions talk. I know. Sorry about that. Victory lap certified. <laughs> yeah, Lions victory lap. What do you guys think of that? The- flawless victory. I don't know if it's going to be a flawless victory. Let's hold the phone on that. All right, there you go. That was probably like a more you know of the Detroit Lions. Okay, well, let's get into what we have usually called in most episodes that are the main big show. Leading off. Okay, today in the leading off, let's talk about well, something we always talk about. It's usually called, oh my God, this glare is killing me. Sorry, those of you that are listening to podcast version. By the way, we have advertisements on the podcast version, and I created a mid-roll break so it just wouldn't show up upon you. But when I listened to the last episode we did Wednesday, the episode with me and Ben on the Prospect Show, there was no commercial after that. There's supposed to be one. There was no commercials on Spotify, but when I listened to the Apple Podcast version, there was commercials on that one. I don't know if that means the advertisers know that we have way more listeners on Apple Podcasts versus Spotify. I, I don't know how that works. I do find it intriguing, but I hope the advertisements aren't too annoying. That's for the podcast people only. Here, there's no advertisements because we haven't gotten to 1,000 subscribers. I don't know why. You know, you have to get to 1,000 subs on YouTube before you can even be considered for advertisements. And I know our show is as good as anybody else's. So if there's any way that you guys can share this show and just tell people to subscribe to it, even people who don't like Fantasy Baseball, if they have a YouTube account, just say, hey, just subscribe to this, click, sub, and leave it alone. That'll, I don't care. I'll take it. I want to keep my crew here, but we want to get to 1,000 subs someday. But first, we got to get to 500. Hell, we got to get to 400. And fantasy baseball shows, they grow slow, especially a show like this that is completely independent. We're all on our own out here. We're floating out in the middle of nowhere, deep in the ocean. So if you can help, that'd be nice. Wouldn't it be nice? Okay, enough of that. So let's talk about our catch of the day. Our first catch of the day. Okay, today, the catch of the day, the first catch of the day. Oh, we got some comments. Time out. Boop, boop. Time out. Jamie says, what are your thoughts on Brett Beatty? I picked him up in a deep league. I picked him up for the playoff push. Somebody asked me about Beatty. It's the new guy, newcomer in our Discord. What's his face? He's another Jay. I think, Jamie, you know this guy. He's the Jay that you talk to in Jamie's channel. Jamie does have his own channel in the Palazzo Discord which is called After Hours with Jamie. It was you and uh, J0321 were talking about Beatty. And he J0321, who's a new guy to the show, asked me about Brett Beatty. And I said, well, first off, shout out to Jay. Welcome to the Palazzo world. I will say Beatty plays third base. He's got power, doesn't steal any bags. He's got plate discipline. And what I told Jay was, there's a chance he can run with that job and be a part of a playoff run here with the Mets. That is possible. But at the same time, he's got a tendency to hit a lot of ground balls. 
And if Beatty is hitting a lot of balls into the dirt, that's going to be a problem for his value and for him to be a producer on this squad. So I I would love to just jump in on Beatty and say, he's going to be the guy. Here we go. Woo! <laughs> yeah! Yay, Brett Denny! Yeah! I don't think I could do that, though. So I, I'll, he'll play, but will he produce? I'll let you take, take the chance. Sorry. That's all I got. Mason says, we them boys. That's right, Mason. We them boys. All right. Ride or die. Lock it in. Hell yeah. Uh, hey, this one's for Mason, too. He <laughs> Mason's a bush guy. You guys got to know that. I know that because he texted me a picture of him by a fire with a bush. Very nice. Yep. Dallas got murdered. That's true. Uh, shared to Michigan sports snobs. <laughs> Wait, wait, what's what's this part now? Shared to Missic uh truth post. Fill me in here. Michigan sports snobs? Is that us? Is that not us? Let me know who that is. Oh, I just hit my elbow. That hurt. Just Bob says if he hits, he'll play. If Beatty doesn't hit, he won't. Buck will use him as a bench piece. Yeah, Beatty could be a bench piece, but that's not what you're looking for, especially if you're in a head-to-head league and you're getting ready for your playoffs. You want to catch lightning in a bottle. What's the other cliche I can use? Catching fire. Uh, you know, Govier's grooving with Govier. I talk about that. He's got to find his groove. He's in a groove. If Brett Beatty gets in a groove, he's got to prove his love to us. Get into the groove, boy. You got to prove your love to me. Yeah. So, hey, Brett Beatty, you want to prove that love? Get in the groove. I, I think it's very, very risky right now. I just think the ground ball potential could be a problem. And, of course, strikeouts. Let's not forget about that. Not his biggest problem. Not his biggest problem. The ground balls are actually more of a problem than the strikes for Beatty. Jamie says, I listen to most of my podcasts on Apple, sometimes Spotify. The loins. The loins. The lion's loins. I'm going to start saying lines like loins. Loin. I love those Detroit loins. The loins have a good crew of wide receivers. What we thought Bring in Jimmy G, laughing my ass off. Yes, I did talk to Jay. You, J- Jamie, you saying like 10 things here? Okay, that's a lot of comments in one comment. Impressive. Just Bob says, Buck don't play. Well, I know that, Just Bob. We all know Buck don't play. One thing I know about Buck is he don't play. This is what you'll hear when Buck gets pissed at you. When Buck is not pleased with your performance, that's basically what it sounds like. That's the audio version of Buck Showalter getting pissed. Uh, anyways, on the catch of the day here, there's a couple of players I wanted to mention that are definitely worth mentioning. About a nine on the tension scale, Rube. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. I'll take that down a notch. Good. Our first catch of the day. So for the catch of the day, uh, Alex Bregman's been on a tear. He's crushing it. There was this crazy-ass game last night. 21-5. to The Astros destroyed Lucas Giolito and the White Sox. Lucas Giolito, man. I mean, what a tragedy. What a what a what a buzzkill. An absolute buzzkill from Lucas Giolito. Expect so much more from him this year. I know people that are sharp people that were taking him easy as a top 15 guy, top 20 max. For real. So when I think about the disappointment of Lucas Giolito and what he's done this season. He has a 5-3-4 ERA, and we're on August 19th. 
that's got to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest disappointments of 2022, right? I'd be curious to know, what are some of your big disappointments right now? 2022 biggest disappointments. You know, Mike Trout got injured a lot. He produced a lot, but he's hurt again. Uh, there's been a lot of players you're like, wow, that guy really screwed me. So I'd be curious. Drop them in the live chat. Let me know here. Live on the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's and two Z's. Of course, with MJ Govier. Utah. Your guy right here. Give me two. Follow me on Twitter. Discord's free. Find the Discord pinned at the top of the Palazzo Podcast Twitter feed. Get in there. And if you like football, too, we got football. Also, guy I chose tonight, he's playing in everybody's favorite stadium. Coors. Lamont Wade Jr. I chose him tonight on the FTN Picks and Prop Show, the MLB Picks and Prop Show. You can go check that out, too, before the games kick off. See what I chose. See what Frank and a guy named MLB Dream chose. Both those guys are awesome, and I want to shout out both of them. I did the show with both for the first time ever today. And my picks were I took the over on the Reds-Pirates total tonight, 7.5. Take the over on that. Graham Ashcraft versus Bryce Wilson. No problem, right? What? No problem. And then the player prop, though, Lamont Wade Jr., one and a half total bases. I've taken the over, and he's going to do that because he just does that against righties. And his righty challenger tonight is Jose Reno. Come on now. Who's afraid of that guy? I know you're not. No, Coors. Coors. Got it wrong. Wrong beer. But I'll I'll tell you this. Lamont Wade Jr., one and a half total bases over. I love it all day. But he's also a guy who's been playing well. He went over in yesterday's game, which was a bummer. They got shut out by Zach Gallen, who also, Zach Gallen's been on a tear lately. There's a lot of Diamondbacks who have been on a roll. Zach Gallen, Christian Walker, Josh Rojas. All these guys are catch of the day. They're worth discussing. They've been killing it. So, Lamont Wade Jr., though, when he plays against righties, a lefty hitter, he hits home runs most of the time. Zach Allen being the exception, okay? I'll, I'll give you that. Fine. Mistakes were made, okay? Uh, you know, I failed. You have failed. But when Lamont Wade Jr. goes tonight in course, I'm expecting at least a double. If not a home run, a couple of hits, that'll get two bases. He should get two bases. I think it's a pretty easy call. Coors Field tonight, Lamont Wade Jr. But he's also been on a roll, so I picked him up in my home league to be my new first baseman because I lost Joey Votto in my home league. I showed you guys last week my home league standings of the situation. It was really a terrible week. It got worse after what I showed you guys last week in BYB. The bless you boys. Head-to-head 14-team, 5-by-5 OBP instead of average Head-to-head league. That's my home league. And I lost Joey Votto this week. He's done for the year. I really thought it's an OBP league, so Votto's value goes up a bit. And Votto is a second-half guy. Joey Votto has some great second halves that he can bank in his, you know, his backpack. Is that what it would mean? Uh, He's got cachet, okay? Second-half cachet, baby. I got cachet, baby. I got cachet all day. I got cachet coming out the wazoo. Is that what Costanza says? You guys know what I'm talking about? I think he's talking about cachet in a Seinfeld episode. I got cachet coming up, baby! uh, George Costanza loves to say, baby. That's Costanza's. But, bottom line is this. Wade is my first baseman right now. I picked him up, and he's going to be in Coors all weekend. So I'm really hoping he can have a big series here at Coors. 
take advantage of the park and some right-handed pitchers that he can exploit. And then we'll see what I do after that. I might drop him after the weekend because he might not be the guy I want at first for the rest of the season. But, like I said, he's on a roll. And first base, you know, I, I dropped Nate Lowe about three weeks ago. And that was a tough call. He's got a 289 batting average right now, an OPS just over 800. Nate Lowe has been a guy that maybe I shouldn't have dropped. But I also dropped Colton Wong this week in my 14-team BYB home league. And I don't regret that because Colton Wong, he had a nice little bump there to start the second half, but he's not producing enough. And I don't regret that. I probably should have caught, should have cut Wong earlier. I thought Wong would have a monster season this year. He has not. But Nate Lowe might be the real regret. And, you know, things happen. That's life. All right, here. Uh, don't forget, also, this key caveat for Lamont Wade. He's leading off tonight, guys. Lead-off hitter. More at-bats, more plate appearances, more opportunities for Lamont Wade Jr. to cash in. I love it. So that's part of the catch of the day today. Also, he's been hitting bombs, too. If you look at his recent game log, you're like, oh, wow, that's a guy I'd like to have in my squad. So I don't see any negatives with Wade right now, except when he has to sit against a lefty starter. That's the only negative. Really, that's it. So don't sweat it. All right, that's it. All I'm going to say about Wade Jr., that's my final. Oh, wait, I'll say one more thing. Yeah, he's got uh, one, two, three, four homers over the last 10 days. That's good. I know his batting average is still under 200, under the Mendoza line, which is a total buzzkill. Can't trust it. Yeah, you can't trust it, but you can trust his power against righties. So there's that. I mentioned Bregman. Also wanted to mention Christian Walker. He's been on a tear. Christian Walker's going to hit 40 home runs, guys. Christian Walker of the Arizona Diamondbacks is going to be a 40 home run dude this year. Maybe surprise to some, but the one thing Walker always did was hit for power. My main concern with Christian Walker this year was that he might lose playing time at a certain point or be traded and then become a platoon guy. That was my only fear, but that fear was unsubstantiated because I was incorrect. Also known as wrong. You guys have heard that? Yeah, so I'll give that's for me. I'm giving myself the uh, Price's Right horn there. So, welcome to hell. Yeah. So I got it wrong. Christian Walker is going to hit 40 home runs. He's what got 28 last I saw. He's got 29 now. 29 bombs, and it's August 19th. He's easily going to eclipse 40 bombs. He's got a 119 WRC plus. Remember, 100 is average for weighted runs created plus. You know, I. We don't know who's listening or watching sometimes, and I want to make sure that everybody knows what we're talking about. So I'm never going to be some snobby guy like, hey, well, here's the WRC Plus, and without explaining it to you. To me, WRC Plus is one of the best stats that encompasses a player's performance, especially for fantasy in particular. Run production and creation. Guys who have really elite WRC Pluses are usually some of the best hitters in baseball. So it's not a coincidence in my mind. But the one thing with WRC Plus is that you want to use it in a bigger sample size. Be wary of using WRC Plus in smaller sample sizes because you know, it's like any small sample size. It's not representative enough, right? So there you go. Now you know that, and that's the more you know. Isn't that nice? Oh. Oh, let's get back over to the comments here. Oh, Jasper's here. What up, Jasper? My man. Good to see you, my brother. Just Bob says, Tommy Henry, Arizona starting pitcher. Yeah, he's going on the bump tonight. I've been trying to keep up daily on my stream it like you mean it 
plays in the Palazzo Podcast Discord. I got a channel that says stream it like you mean it. And I'll give you three streamers almost every day. I try to do it every day. Did I choose Tommy Henry? I thought I did. Let's let's go to the highlights, as I used to say. They don't say that anymore because nobody watches highlight shows. It's 2022. Yeah, here it is. MLB starting pitching streamers for Friday, August 19th, 2022. Cutter Crawford of the Red Sox. Bryce Wilson of the Pirates. Even though I took the over in the Reds-Pirates total of 7.5 tonight. And Tommy Henry. There it is. All right, so... I assume that means just Bob and I are in agreement. I certainly hope so. Woohoo! Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at all right, Jamie says it's 434 here. Also, concert night? You're going to see Seether tonight. When I think Seether, I think, can't find to see the Seether. That's Veruca Salt. That's what I think of. So, uh, Oh, Jasper says Seether rocks. Wow, I didn't know we had such Seether fans. Jamie says Seether is here with saliva. I've seen Seether before. They totally rock. Boy, I don't think that's my cup of tea. Seether... Don't get mad at me, guys. Well, get mad at me. Say whatever you want. But I got to be who I am, and I come from where I come from, okay? To me, Seether sounds like butt rock, like Nickelback, Godsmack, stuff, you know, 2000s butt rock. And I actually, Godsmack, I love voodoo. I think that song's awesome. There's some Godsmack songs I like. So it doesn't mean I'm hating. I'm just giving you an opinion for my existence. That's all. Who cares what I say? A uh, truth post says scope is dead last in WRC plus. There you go. Yeah, see, that's definitely <laughs> scope so terrible. Tigers are such trash. Oh, tigers. Oh my god, they're so awful. God, you want them to change, but they never change. And you want me to change? Fuck you. See, exactly. Oh uh, man, you guys are getting caught up in the saliva and see their talk here in the chat. Jamie wants to know, would Henry be a good DFS play tonight? Sure. I assume his price will be cheap. I haven't looked on FanDuel or DraftKings tonight, but I'm choosing him as a streamer. I don't know if you're going to get the Ks you want with Henry. I think it's fair to at least pause and say, well, Tommy Henry, yeah. 25 years old, lefty, six foot three, 205 pounds. He was. Oh, wow. Is that true? It says he was pick five, set overall 74. That doesn't make sense. Oh, so he's the 74th overall pick in the 2019 draft. Okay, pick five of that round, I would assume. That's what that means. Sorry, guys. That's not. This isn't quality broadcasting. But uh, you know, not many strikeouts for Tommy Henry so far. I know it's only been a couple innings. He's got 17 to third innings since getting the call. Three starts. Nine strikeouts. Three starts and nine strikeouts. That's not great. And if you look at his bigger numbers, though, go back to 2021, last year, double A. 
115 innings pitched, a 10.50 OK9. That's real good. 10.5K per nine on 115 innings pitched. That's legit. But when he went to AAA this year, before he got the call, he was at 108 innings pitched with an 8.33. So there's been a slight reduction in his K performance each step of the ladder to the bigs Tommy Henry has taken. But he's definitely better than a 4.67K per nine pitcher. So hopefully he'll pick it up tonight. And maybe this is the night to do it. So... Tommy Henry, is he a DFSA play tonight? Yeah, sure, why not? Go for it. Take a chance. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, chance. Take a chance, take a chance on me. Child, please. Oh, you disagree? I guess someone disagrees with me. Uh, let's see what else. We got so much more in the live chat. You guys are heating up. Uh, la, la, la. Oh, butt rock. Laughing my ass off, Jamie. Yeah, butt rock. I, I only know the term because it exists. I didn't create butt rock, so I'm not going to sit here and say I know. I know what butt rock is, I feel like, though. Just Bob says, Seether has been around since 2002. Well, that would fit into the Butt Rock 2000s era. So, I'm just saying. And and they still kick ass. Okay, Just, well, look. Music is very subjective. Is it not? And I'm not saying I'm anti-Seether. I don't even know one damn Seether song. I don't. Or Saliva. I have no idea. I think Saliva, for some reason I think of Sepultura or Slipknot. I'm just thinking of bands that start with the letter S. I think that's what I'm really doing there. So what am I doing? Jasper says, yep, stoner tunes. (laughs) I like stoner tunes. Are you kidding me? I'm like the master of space rock and ethereal post rock. I'm all about that. I mean, look at this. I got a explosives in the sky tattoo right here on my chest named after the album. Remember this, guys. The earth is not a cold, dead place. All right, let's get back to baseball. Sorry, guys. You guys are getting me fired up. Jose Arena, Coors Field, Jasper Springer says. Jasper, yeah, of course. Does that mean you're excited? Everybody should be lining up hitters on the Giants against Jose Arena, Coors Field. I think that's a good time. Uh, all right, that's it for first catch of the day. I wanted to talk about Glarf because we haven't done a Glarf update in a minute. Great Lakes Area Roto Fantasy League, Glarf, which is a part of Earth, Right? You guys should know this. If you're new to the show, Earth is an overall title for 10 different regional leagues. 150 players. Some of the best in the business. A lot of names you would know, okay? It's a really intense, heavy competition. And Great Lakes area Roto Fantasy people like myself, Christopher Deary, uh, Mike Carter, and Dave McDonald from Rotosaurus, of course, Jake Hallisker, all those guys, everybody, uh, Sarah Sanchez, there's a whole bunch of us here in the Great Lakes Roto Area Fantasy League. And instead of shouting out every single one of them, I'm just going to do one shout for all of them. There we go. I did that. So let's take a look at the standings here. And I always like to pull them up and share them with you. And if you're listening to the podcast version, I'm sorry. Maybe you can go online and find them. I don't know if that's how that works. You might need a public link for that. So I don't know. Uh, okay. Here we go. We'll do it like this. So, here are the standings. Let's uh, zoom in a tad here so it's easier to see. Christopher Deary holding it down right now. How about that? Way to go, Chris. Chris is still in first place in Glarf. But as you can see, in second place is John Fish, but he's higher in the overall ranking. You see this in the middle here. So, Deary's 21st overall out of 150. 
Fish is 18th overall, but he's four points behind in Glarf. That's just how this stuff works out. You're asking yourself, hey, how can a guy be ahead of a guy in the overall, but behind him in the league? And that's just because of the overall point total. I think that's how I understand that. Because of where the actual stats line up versus the standings of the stats. That's the key difference here. Does that make sense to you? I hope it does. Because sometimes it's complicated. Uh, You see me, I'm in 7th, but I'm 29th overall out of 150. So it is a really tight race. After me, it drops off 15 points. I got 95 points. Jake Hallisker, just mentioned him, is next at 80 points. So there's a 15-point gap. Then there's Adam Howe, Doug Ishikawa. Love Doug. Doug, where are you? I miss Doug. Shout out to Doug. Double shout to Doug. I miss Doug. And uh, there you go. That's bringing up the rear. Got Dave Swan, Davithius, Marty Tallman, my local... Detroit, buddy. Mike Carter, Lucas Beer. Lucas, I can't believe Lucas is in 14th. Last year, Lucas was neck and neck with me trying to win Glarf. I finished third in Glarf last year. Dave McDonald won it, and Lucas was second, I believe. So this is a tight, tight field, and we'll see how it plays out. And where I'm, I should be pleased with myself. Go take a look at my squad here. Fire up the stats. So Cal Rally has been... A real nice bonus for me. He leads all catchers in baseball and home runs. Did you guys know that? He's got two home runs for me this week. Him and Carson Kelly. Uh, Carson Kelly's cooled off a little bit, but I still use him. I might have to switch him out as a catcher. Freddie Freeman is Freddie Freeman. Joey Wendell. I want to drop him, but I ended up having to be forced to play him, I think because of some injury situations that were going on here. That's why. Let's take a look at the bench on the hitter side. Oh, yeah, it was Luis Garcia of Washington. He went on the IL. Guys, Luis Garcia, I love Luis Garcia of the Nats, but um, I think I might have to take an L on that one this year. I really thought Luis Garcia would show more power. He still was hitting 284, 289, I think, before he went on the IL, so he's showing batting average. We needed to see more power from Luis, and we didn't get that this year. And Ramon Laureano, who's on the bench for me, but... The good news is Loriano should be a short stay. So if you're looking to add him, somebody dropped Loriano in your league, he could be back for a playoff push. And then as we look at my pitchers here, look at all these guys that I was waiting to return, and they're all back now. It's crazy. Uh, Ian Anderson, Luis Patino, Eduardo Rodriguez, Ronzi Contreras. Ronzi was back. He was not great in his first start there. Eduardo Rodriguez is going to pitch this weekend. Luis Patino returned, got the win. Four strikeouts, didn't give up any earned runs he's back so i was patient on waiting for some of these guys to go instead of dropping them while riding with uh as you can see patrick corbin you believe i had the stones to pitch patrick corbin after the disaster starts he'd put up but he was actually okay this week six innings four earned three k's for patrick corbin that's pretty good is it not so uh i still feel like i'm in this i've been using shohei as a pitcher because i need to improve my pitching stats and i'd love to have shohei the hitter uh, Nick Prado, cooled off here, hasn't been helpful. But other guys like Mark Canyon, Tommy Edmond, Jordan, Jeff McNeil, the always underrated Jeff McNeil, Byron Buxton, Luke Voigt, hit a home run this week, but he hasn't done a lot beyond that. And, of course, Andre Jimenez, guys. My most rostered and drafted player, Andres Jimenez. Got to give myself – I shit on myself, so I got to give myself credit when I get it right too, right? So – Thank you, Andre Semenis. You've been a dream. You've been an absolute dream. I took you anywhere from 
230 to 260th overall in most of my drafts. And Andre Semenis has delivered and then some, hitting much better against lefties, a 300 hitter who's finally taken off on the stolen bases. That was the missing piece. I was getting blown away in my main event, and I'm still getting blown away in my main event. It's really bad now because, I don't know. I just suck, I guess. The league is so hard. I can't believe I'm 14th now in my main event, guys. It's very sad. I'll show you that in a minute. You guys are still talking. Oh, my God. You guys aren't even paying attention to what I'm saying now. You're just talking about music. Look at this. Jamie says, Govier, saliva, click, click, boom. It's there, number one. Okay. I'll, I'll listen to it later on after the show. I will. Just Bob says, what does Dale Earnhardt and Pink Floyd have in common? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, that's a good... Uh, I, Pink Floyd and Dale Earnhardt, they both... Somebody has a mustache? Is that right? You have failed. No, I got it wrong. Nope. Their last hit was the wall. Oh, oh fuck. Come on. Well, I should have read that one for... Oh, boy. Oh, man. That's that's some cold shit, man. Jeez. Whatever, motherfucker. Wow. Woo. Just Bob is dark. Some dark humor there. By the way, if you don't know me, I am a huge Pink Floyd fan. I love Pink Floyd. Their music is so... It's so unique. There's a lot of space rock out there, I guess, if you want to say that, and prog rock, which... Prog rock, I never even understood prog rock, what that meant. But I know that Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, it was... It's totally played out. It's been done a billion times. I know that. But if you remove the bias and the jadedness... And you think about the first time you ever heard Dark Side of the Moon. There's nothing like it. It was a spiritual experience. And it still is. To me, Us and Them may be the greatest song I've ever heard. Truly. And shout out to the dearly departed Richard Wright. Keyboardist, organist, synth player who has passed for Pink Floyd. Us and Them is such a great song. Beautiful guitar licks, keys, piano. And a message, a great message about us and them. There's a lot going on there. So I love Dark Side. I always will. And, of course, I love a lot of the other Pink Floyd, too. Of course, I love Shine On You, Crazy Diamond. There's so much I love about Pink Floyd. I did see the Wall Tour with my <laughs> I saw it with my mom in 2010. Me and my mom went to see Roger Waters do the Wall, the whole thing. Full-scale wall set up. It was pretty... Amazing. It was a big-ass spectacle, and I'm really glad I went to do that because that night I'd gotten totally blown out, stayed up all night long, slept on a crappy pull-out couch, hide a bed with this girl I was dating, and we were all we ever did was just have sex and drink, and it was terrible. And uh, I had one hour sleep. It was awful, and I still went to that show. And even though I was dead tired... And I'm, I was like the worst hangover guy ever. When I would be hungover, I just could not function at all. And I know that's a lot of people, but I was like the biggest baby. But I went to that show, and uh, I'm glad I did. Because I would have, if I known, if I had known what I would have missed out on, which I do know because I went to the Wall Show in 2010, then I would have felt bad about it. Like, oh, man, why didn't I go there? So, anyways, there you go. Uh, that's what that Wall tangent made me think of. Jas- Jasper says, been on a corrosion of conformity and typo negative kick lately. God damn, son. Woo! Wow. Damn! 
that's pretty intense. I like some of the intensity we got over here. Jasper says, I traded Arias four for one. What? So Luis Arias of the Twins, four for one. Alec Baum, Kiebert Ruiz, Michael Harris, and Logan Gilbert. So you gave up Luis Arias. You got Baum, Ruiz, Harris, and Gilbert. That is a fantastic trade. That's an incredible trade. How did you do it? That's amazing. Give yourself a round of applause. That's a victory lap. Victory lap certified. That is impressive. Very impressive, Jasper. Know what you're doing there. Okay. Uh, all right, let's do a little bit more of the show here, and then I'll leave. Uh, don't forget, tonight, This is if you're hearing the podcast now, just ignore this part, I guess, because it'll already happen. Well, don't ignore it, actually, because it'll be on YouTube in perpetuity. Me and Nelson Souza on the FTN Network YouTube channel, live NFFC 12-team OC draft, a real-time draft. So if you can't be there in real time, the information's still valid. It'll be there for you later, anytime you need it. Nelson drafts every day. Nobody knows more about fantasy football drafting, in my opinion, especially for 12-teamers, than Nelson. He's doing it all day long. So take advantage of that if you play fantasy football. It's a free resource on the FTN YouTube channel. Free! I'm free to this. It's, it's practice for the big game is what it is. We're talking about practice. That's true, we are. Uh, okay, I wanted to cover a couple other things, then we'll get the hell out of here. So with the dog days going on here, head-to-head, your head-to-head situations. Oh, I, I did say I talked about my main event. Uh, all right, come on. I'll show it to you real quick. It's just embarrassing. You know, I finished third last year in my league, first year playing the main event, and I thought I was hot shit. But, uh, you know, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I'm learning that that lesson now. You know what I mean, Vern? Uh, so let me pull up the board here. You guys can make fun of me. I think I'm in 13th place or 14th right now. It's all gone to hell in a handbasket. It's hell on earth. Welcome to hell. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah, mistakes were made, right? Hey, that's how it goes. Okay, here it is. There you go. So read it and weep. 13th place. Oh, I moved up a spot. Yay! Woohoo! I got 64 and a half points. I'm nine spots behind Delton Del Don as we move into Friday night's action. He's got 73.5. And he's had like no fab bucks forever. So top three, Scott Jenstead's in first. Scott Jenstead had a great draft, and he's been up top all season long. He's never wavered. He's never had one of these wild rides where you go from third to 13th, which happened to me. It also happened to Justin Mason. So good for Scott Jenstead. He's a hell of a player. He really is. Uh, Ray Diaz, who was way down early on, former overall winner, I believe, Ray Diaz. He's moved up to second place now, although Scott Jensen has a 13-point lead on Diaz. And then Jason Gill is third at 88, right behind him. The guy who sat next to me in Vegas when we did this draft at the Bellagio, Paul Spore, one point behind third place. And then after that, it's just a real tight race of everybody else, Dave Smith, Mike Duggan, Zimmerman and Tanner Bell co-run their team. They've dropped to seventh. Dustin McComas at eighth. Emmett Rulin, I think he finished second overall in the overall last year. Is that right? Dave Potts, who writes great songs just like me. Herb Arrow, Delton Del Don, myself. And uh, at least there's two people behind me. I can take comfort in that. Justin Mason and Ralph Ehrman. So there it is. Uh, I can't. 
look at my team and maybe it'll make sense to you. I guess I can show you that. Because when you look at my squad, you're going to be like, Govier, what were you thinking? What are you doing? So my catchers are Carson Kelly and James McCann. Not getting a lot of production from them. I got Ty France. He's struggling a little bit. Javi Baez. Ugh. At least Javi Baez has two steals this week. That's refreshing. Xander Bogarts is a great player. Matt Chapman was on a hot streak. He's cooled off again. Kyle Isbell, cold week. Brandon Nimmo, a guy that I've, I drafted. He's still on my squad since I drafted him. But he hasn't had a great season from a Roto perspective at all. So I think I he scored a lot of runs. That's helped. I'll, give, I'll say that. Uh, Tony Kemp's in there. He stole the base from me this week. Chaz McCormick had a monster game as a part of the blowout that the Astros did to the White Sox yesterday. Forever unclean. Ah, you'll get over it. You're not forever clean. But I'll tell you what. I'm glad I picked up McCormick when I did because my outfield has gone to hell, and he's actually been really quite a help for me. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. And then you'll see Josh Lowe is in my lineup. So then you're going to be like, Govier, what the fuck? And that's just a mistake, you know? I picked up low for a dollar, but I had like 15 $1 bids. I got no fab bucks left, so everything's a dollar, basically. And somehow low ended up getting in there, and I didn't have another outfielder to slide in because Mike Trout hadn't come back yet. Mike Trout's back tonight, so that's good news. Finally, I could play Trout. I don't have to. I'll bench low. And then Roddy Telez, so-so. Andre Jimenez, my guy. He's been killing it. Man, I'm glad I called that guy for sure. So That is bullshit. No, I'm glad. Even though I'm in 13th place, Andre Jimenez, thank you, Jesus. Emmanuel Rivera was in my, he's in my utility spot now. Nick Prado is going to go in, so whatever. It's just a bad lineup, but the pitching's been all right. Lazardo, Darvish, Scott Barlow's already been a, to me, I've already gotten my money's worth on Barlow. He's got a lot of saves this year. Logan Gilbert's in hell. Brady Singer's still amazing. Matt Manning, not bad. Daniel Bard's been the gift that keeps on giving. And I threw Herman Marquez this week just for the hell of it and Justin Steele. So I got Manny Margot coming back this weekend. I got him last week's fab. I outbid somebody five to three. I, I went heavy with the $5 bid because all I got left is dollars for the most part, right? So, and I got Eduardo Riga's on the bench, Odorizzi. So I got some guys I could put in there. I still like some of these guys. If I could just get a consistent lineup going, it's not terrible. So I'll leave it at that. A lot of mistakes this year in the main event. Not only in my drafting process, but things I didn't do last year. I took a lot of zeros by adding players that I got stuck with that gave me nothing. That's just not something you can do in the main event, folks. All right. Oh, Jamie says, Nimmo, LOL. Is that funny to you? What am I, a clown? Do I amuse you? Embarrassing, says Truth Post. Yeah, it's embarrassing. This league, it's it's awful. I, I am. They've kicked my ass, and I've embarrassed myself, Truth Post. I got to keep it real. Got a lot to learn, that's for sure. All right, now back to what I was saying. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Too many cooks. So, dog days of August are here, and your head-to-head league playoffs are coming up. It's so important that you look at your schedule right now. You know, I look at my team, and I looked ahead to their individual team schedules. Because right now, I've got the two-seed. It's getting tighter. It's getting very tight. But I've got the two-seed, and if I get that two-seed, I'll get a bye. So that means I could skip the first week of our playoffs. And in our, my home league, the Bless You Boys, 14-team, 5-by-5, OBP instead of average. We have playoffs starting last week of August next week will be the last week they like to get started real early because they don't like using the last couple weeks of the season when certain players are benched or stars start sitting because the season's over 
Uh, I know there's certain times when teams lock things up and they're like, oh, we don't need you. Let's rest you until the playoffs. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. So I understand why they do this. I don't mind going to the end of the season. I think it's just part of the strategy. You got to prepare for it and work around it. But I like to use all the season because you only get one season a year. Why take any of it away? I'm curious what you guys think. Let me know in the live chat. But if I I lose the two seed, then I'm going to go to the first week in the quarterfinals. And that's right around the corner. And that might mess up my plans because I really had a big lead in my division. There's two divisions in my home league. And I had a big lead and I got murdered last week. And now I'm losing again this week to a 10th place team. I just, I can't seem to get any offense going. It's tough times. So if I fall out of that bye, I got to be prepared to play in the quarterfinals. So next week is our last week of the regular season. And then the playoffs start. So I uh, kind of bums me out thinking about it out loud right now. I'm getting, I'm getting sad. I'm getting sad. So the playoffs start on August 29th, Monday. That's the quarterfinal week. And then the week after that, Labor Day, the 5th, is when the semifinal started. I was hoping to start the 5th, but if I don't, I'll start the 29th. I'm going to make the playoffs, but, man, total bummer. Big bummer for me. But that's life, you know? That's life. You guys ever heard that song? By I think Frank Sinatra said that. Something like that. But if you haven't looked at your schedule to see what players are playing which teams, are they at a park that is advantageous for hitters? Is it a disadvantage? You got a pitcher that's going to cores during a playoff week? You got to know these things. Super important. Strategy, strategy, strategy. Preparation is key. It's king. It's crucial. Right? I don't think I'm speaking out of school here. Make sure that you look at it and you divide it all up. And if you got a player that doesn't look like it's going to be an ideal schedule. It depends who it is. I mean, you're not going to cut Ronald Acuna Jr., but if it's a lesser player and you could pick someone else up who has a better schedule, this is one of the key focal points of head-to-head playoff situations. Do you drop a player? In redraft, it's easy. Because in redraft, you're like, well, I'm not going to have that player at the end of the year anyways. So you can drop bigger names knowing that it won't matter. But my home league is a keeper league. We're keeping eight players after the season. So I have to factor in a decision. If I want to cut a guy who very much would be a keeper, but is really struggling, uh, like Gliber Torres. Gliber Torres is a guy I have in my home league roster. With eight keepers in a 14-team league, I, I do think that Gliber Torres is a borderline keeper. He struggled a bit lately. But should I just let him go and pick up a hot player right now and say, you know what? I ain't got time for this. I got to win now. And I want to win this championship, no matter what it takes. These are some of the difficult questions you have to ask yourself as you look at the standings and the available players in your player pool. Gliber Torres is a guy that I really thought was going to be a bounce-back candidate and have a big season. And the season's not over. He could still pick it up. But the Yankees are in a rut, which is natural. They played so good in the first half of the year. Like, it couldn't last. That's why I had Aaron Judge as one of my players to fade when we did the Fantrax second half post on Twitter through the Fantrax account. They were doing posts like, who's your player to fade in the second half? Who's your hitter to fade? Who's the pitcher that you think will break out in the second half? Things like that. I picked Aaron Judge as a fade in the second half because he was so good, I just didn't think he could keep it up. It's a law of averages. Sometimes the party ends. 
Baseball's a grind, a grueling marathon. If you know anything about baseball, you know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, it's, uh, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. It ain't easy out there. So just remember that, okay? Could it what? Sitting on ass? No, you're not sitting on ass when you're playing 162 games in MLB season. Sometimes you do have to sit on ass and take a break and say, you know what? I need a day off. I got to recharge the batteries. But I respect the players who go out there and play every day. It's, it's grueling. It really is. So I've made a huge mistake. Well, some of you might be saying, I've made a huge mistake. Maybe I shouldn't have dropped player A, B, or C. And I understand that. That's okay. But if I look at my, if I look at the Glibertor situation I presented you, and then I look at a guy who's available on the wire like Kerry uh, Carpenter, the Tigers? You might say, like, oh, that's silly. But Kerry Carpenter is only utility available in Yahoo, so that's not great. That hurts his value. But he's had two home runs, four RBIs, six for his last 12. He's a very, very tiny sample. But he's playing well right now. Should I make a move and be like, you know, I'm going to drop Gliber for this hot guy named Kerry Carpenter or Robbie Grossman in Atlanta. Now that Robbie Grossman is out of Detroit and he's with the Braves, he's a great OBP play. 429 OBP, six for his last 18 over the last seven days. You know, J.P. Crawford. Would I, re- would I drop Gliber Torres to pick up J.B. Crawford, who's in an excellent lineup on a team that's on a playoff push? Crawford scoring runs. He's getting on base. Especially in OBP, Crawford's always had a better plate discipline profile where he can get on base a little bit more through the walk. But I don't think I want to make those decisions just yet. But those are the things I have to think about. One other one I was thinking, I love Lamonte Wade Jr. I picked him up. I talked about it earlier in the show. But I also thought really hard about Yuli Gurriel. And Gurriel had a great night last night. And Gurriel's really starting to pick it up. And he's hitting two two-hole in the Astros lineup. So would I rather have Gurriel or would I rather roll with Wade Jr.? Gurriel's going to play every day. Wade Jr., he's a lefty versus righty specialist. So even though Wade Jr. has the Coors field effect this weekend, I can't get locked in on that one weekend and be like, oh, that's my guy. Coors. For the rest of the way. Ideal situation is I get to play Wade through the weekend, drop him, pick up Guriel. Hopefully nobody else picks him up by then. But that's a that's a risky move there. Who the hell knows if that's going to work out? So these are the situations I speak of. I want it all to work out for all of you. I want you guys all win your leagues and make money and be big winners. Yay! Woo-hoo! Flawless victory. Is that too much to ask? I want you all to throw a big party in your own honor. Make it as selfish as possible. This is all about me. I won my fantasy baseball league. Let's throw a big party. Mr. Dynamite. <laughs> Would that be so stupid? I don't know why I just said that. That's the dumbest thing I could think of, I suppose. All right. Uh, I think that's the show here. I'm going to end it there. I'd love to talk more, but I got another stream coming up in two hours because I work at FTN. And it's a great place to be. Vlad Sedler is such a good dude. And an even better... Is he a better person or a better fantasy player? That's, that's the real question. I don't know. I can't answer that. But that's why I'm there. And I've got to know some great people over there. So check out FTN. If you want to sign up for any package, particularly that DFS package, they got their DFS sale going on right now. If you use the promo code MJGOVAGOV is in Victor, I-E-R. I get a tiny cut of it, and it lets them know that you signed up because of me. And the more they know that, the more value they will place on me so if you're gonna do it why not it's just 
It's just like uh, if I'm going to go to McDonald's and spend $25, I might as well get you a double cheeseburger too, right? Is that the same analogy? Does that make sense? I don't know if that's right or not. Uh, either way, I love the show. Thanks for being here. Plazo Podcast is known for its two L's and its two Z's. Bye, As we wrap up the show, I want to thank everybody for... The live chat just went... side. You guys went in your own world today. The live chat's got its own discussion going on over there about trades, music. I don't know what the hell's going on over there, but I'm glad you guys were here to watch the show and listen. If you're listening... I noticed we had a, I think we had a review, and I wanted to give credit. Chad is not here today. Very unusual when Chad's not here, but credit where credit is due. Chad reviewed the show, and you know what? That makes me happy, and I want to read it real quick because the reviews on Apple Podcasts and the rating system, it's the world we live in. I don't make it. I just live in it, okay? Oh, we got a, here we go. This is a great comment from Jasper real quick. My home league is head-to-head, but stats are... of every stat, penalties each week, penalties each player for errors and such, innings pitched for relief pitchers and outfielders game played 27 per week. What? So he's got all these penalties and percentages of every stat that hurt you for errors and games played? What? 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 That's wild. Wow. Buyer beware. Jasper, that's pretty unique. Jamie says, sorry, Govier. I have the footballer's DFS stuff. Got that back in April. Well, shit. All right, well, hey. I understand. I hear they're pretty good, too. But I'm telling you what, I'm behind the scenes. I got full access to everything FTN has to offer for daily fantasy, betting, season long. It's as good as anything out there. I'm telling you, it is. I wouldn't say that unless it was true. I wouldn't say that unless it wasn't true. I wouldn't say that unless it was true, right? Did I get that right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so I uh, wanted to read this review from Chad. This one says, Govier is a national treasure, informative and fun, Period. That was our first review since April 1st. So if any of you guys have never reviewed the Blazo podcast on Apple, five-star review and a review, five-star rating and a review would be very helpful, please. Helps the show grow. We've got 61 ratings with the 4.9 rating on Apple. That's, that's not bad. We need to get that up to 100. So more ratings, more reviews. And of course, if you use Spotify, please rate us on there. We got a couple bogus ratings which hurt our score, and we're trying to break out of that. So if you use Spotify... or or if you have Spotify and you don't use it, go click the Plaza Podcast Show and give us a five-star rating. You don't have to leave a review with Spotify, just the rating, okay? Second down and nine. That's a little reference from Brent Musburger. All right, thanks, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah, Woo! give me two. And it's now time for the main man, the person who has his own channel on the Plaza Podcast Discord, but you can be a part of free anytime by Finding the pinned tweet at the top of the Palazzo Podcast Twitter feed. It also includes the Patreon, which starts for as little as three bones. Three bucks. The one and only. The man, the myth, the legend, Russell Crowe. Right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. 
But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. <laughs> Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.